0: Give Me 5 Minutes, the podcast with Scars and Elijah. You are in an open conversation zone. There is no tapping out once you've tapped in. Eli examinations, hood stories, nightmares for critics. And if you're that passionate, we'll bring you on and You Can Have 5 Minutes.
1: The example that they use when they talk about you're in a classroom and there's different, um, there's the first row, the second row, the third row, the fourth row. And you get told that if you can throw, um, everyone gets given a sheet of paper and if you can throw the piece of paper into the bin, you get £100. But then you've got black women at the back of the room and you've got white men, then black men, or white men, white women, black Do you know what I mean? And you've got that line, that prism. The reality of how the world works is that we're all focused on moving forward. Mm. And in that focus, we can see the disadvantage that we are experiencing. And,
2: and, And you know what, yeah? It creates the narrative and it just adds to this aspect of like, they, f- they feel very comfortable to say anything to black people. Mm-hmm. Like, it's almost as if there's nothing about us that's kind of like, I don't want to say sacred, but maybe even the N-word. The N-word is just about like, that a white person knows that, okay, if I do this, I'm really going to push your buttons. But it's like, they just feel, they can say anything how, to you. Yeah. Like yesterday, I'm, I was walking in Tra- Trafalgar Square. I'm literally, well, actually, I wasn't walking at that time, I'm standing. And I'm standing, I've got my mask on, whatever. And this... White guy, wife, kid, family, looks looks like a jolly whatever kind of guy. He literally he's just smiling. Then he looks at me and he just goes, comes up to me and says, "Oh, why you got that mask on? Why you have that mask on?" I literally I'm looking around like, "Mate, am I the only person with a mask on right now?" But obviously, I'm the only black guy around, that like in in West End, mm. and like obviously it got a bit heated. I, I literally had to just get hold on him in it, like just. I just I just took off the headphones real fast and I said, what? Mm. And he, he, he calmed bad. down. Yeah. However, he calmed down, but he stepped to me mm. and he, his son, whatever looked like four years old, is pulling him back. And I'm like, wow, like your family's right there. Yeah, Go yeah. back to your family. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? And the wife, you could just tell, like, sometimes I do feel like with some non-blacks, some Europeans, however you want to word them, I think it's a psychological issue. Because I can tell, like, what he's done is, he's like, he's just reacted. Why are you coming up to me, just me, with your family? You're having fun, whatever. Oh, why'd you have that mask on? And then when, when I've now, I've given you a bit of energy back, oh, ooh, maybe this is going to get serious. Yeah. It's, and it's
0: power. That's privilege. It's privilege. Yeah. yeah, an, power, an entitlement. It. Yeah, It's the it's the fact that you don't have any awareness of anybody else that you feel that I I have the power to ask you why you're doing something that the government have asked us all to do, mm. but I'm going to question you because I feel like because I can, you. yeah, because, because I can, because I can, <laughs> and no one's going to do anything yeah. about it. Yeah. Yeah. And what is even more annoying about that situation is that now you've had to step up and you know show a bit of you know a bit of oomph, just a you know a bit of aggression. A bit yeah. of Aggression to certainly a little but bit of that, shoulder, but the little the little the child is now looking at the situation with mm. no understanding or context, and mm. mm. might I might see it as oh you know that that man was going to do something to my daddy, yeah, and my daddy was trying to protect us, yeah, and that's how they grow up. Very true. And that is how racism just
2: yep. it, it, That's evolved. the inception. Yeah,
0: the cycle of it. Mm. Just because the father just made a very silly decision,
1: yeah. and it's also the point that you said around how. um um, I think you said that he had the, um, like he made the choice to do it, but also the fact that he could react. Mm. And that 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 to me is, that's also, the, that's the bedrock of white privilege. Mm. The ability to react to situations and get away with it. Yep. And you then have to stand there in that instant and stop and think about what is the best way for me to either deal with this situation or get out of it. Mm. That- because a white person put me in this situation. I didn't mm. put myself here a white person put me in this situation and now I have to think, I have to double take.
2: And that's accurately what happened because there was there was another, there was a younger white guy there, you know, I don't know, just another white guy. And he just turned around. He was like, wow, you handled that so well. He was like, when you said go back to the family, that was the best thing. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, like, mate, like the police are over there and I just told him straight. I said, look, I'm a black guy. If I was to even beat him up, let's say I just punched him in his face. This is a wrap. We're in West End. Yeah. And the guy You can tell the guy he, he wasn't thinking about that He was like Nah but The guy's disrespecting you like da, da, da. And I'm like These are the, the ways that we have to think I, That was a, like A triple triple double think Like in that split moment I did want to just Punch him in square in the face mm. Like how dare you Come to me And ask me this mm. But then I've had to look around Look at him I'm looking at the family I'm looking at the wife I'm looking at me And It's never going to end well for me If yeah. I do anything to him
0: Other than walk away but but even in that, the guy telling you that oh you've handled that really well. Yep. To be honest, I don't care if you think I handled that really well. Mm. I shouldn't have had to. Yeah. Mm. I shouldn't have had to be in that situation. Yeah. And you that was watching it and you knowing that what he's doing is wrong. Why didn't you come to say something during the situation? Yeah. You just like you I just said sit before it, and like, watch. Like, mm. And then after the, all is done and you've had your little bit of EastEnders, your bit of drama, mm. you've come and go, oh well done, you, yeah. you handled that really well. Because what did you think? Did you think he, you know, you were gonna now get all aggressive and and mad? Is that what exactly. he was thinking probably to tell what, you? Probably that he he was he
3: waiting. I would I would have yeah. even checked him. that. Like, I would have been like because just like I said about Bright's mom, I would have been like, what? Like, but I'm not hearing that he was wrong.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, he didn't like, say he, like, yeah. he yeah. was, he was wrong. He never said
3: he was wrong. He
1: just said you handled he just it. He just said well. that you yeah, handled well.
3: it well, like mm. almost like a performance.
1: Exactly, and that it's again, it's that it's that the difference between white people and black people is that we would check each other they don't need to do that because they stand for i and we have to stand for we mm-hmm. and that that is the privilege of that situation but That's i think true. what like in terms of like your annoyance to that that you would have to even endure a white person commending you for your behavior without realizing and be able to assimilate to this to our daily life it's exactly how black women feel in the workplace when you're told you're articulate it is to me the most frustrating and and clear it's it's the clear it's the clear vision of insidious racism mm. that i came to this conversation and you didn't expect me to be able to talk yeah that's what it is oh, yeah, like, like there's you absolutely that. no reason you didn't feel the need to tell anyone else they were articulate after they made a statement it was me Right, and I understand. I am quite articulate. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> I know <where> I am. <laughs> do you know what I mean? But it's the fact that in any space, in all of the situations, it's always it's either black women, it's black women, it's people of color. No one expects it, and why? You need to check yourself. You shouldn't feel yeah. so free to open your mouth and be clapping for us to do what we always sh- should have done. Instead, you should be thinking about why did you never expect it of us?
4: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it, it happened
1: this. at work to me recently, and. And literally, I remember it happened, and it, obviously, I was I was two days out. Mm-mm. I was two. two days left, and I was and so like, it was like he was like yeah." And you, um, he said um, the person said it to me, and then they said it in the breakout room, and they said it on what the, the articulate like, statement. Yeah, 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 like um, you articulated that perfectly, and then we went on to a larger call. Someone got called on to say something, and they said yeah, and like with no with no chance to really like gather yourself, you articulated that perfectly to another black woman, and I just sat there and thought to myself. You're a disgrace. Mm. You're an absolute disgrace. Same person twice. You're not embarrassed. Mm. Why?
0: Back to back. Back to back. You're showing yourself. Yeah. Do yeah. So you think but do you think though, um because I've 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 said that term and and I, I genuinely mean that you just you did it so well. I just basically mean you did well. And sometimes when the compliment comes the compliment can mean different things coming from different, different people. people yeah. You know? it it's just like it's like how, how, it's like when I ask another black person where are you from, they know. I just want to know your culture. I want to just have more understanding of you. When a white person asks you, "Oh wait, where, where are you really from?" Yeah, it's that. Like, oh, well, because you you don't think I'm, I'm from here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that why? Yeah. So it's um, it's it's kind of like sometimes how at what points like it, it's it's a shame, but it's also the reality of that. Yeah. When certain people say certain things, you know exactly what they mean. And it goes mm. back to the thing that you said about perceived, right? That we mm. spend all of this
1: time thinking about what did they mean by that? Mm. So that's how we've gotten to this stage where you can now realise that you're not saying that in the most honest way. Mm. Do you get what I mean? And we can create these narratives of when a black person says it. They want to know this when a white, because it's, it's themed behavior. It's happened multiple times. Mm. So now we can see it. Right. And now I think what we're getting to the stage of is that we're starting to theme wider behaviors Mm. than overt racism. We can now theme the covert and be like, what did you, you meant this. And just like Nora always says, you hold up a mirror, you tell them about their words, you hold up a mirror and you ask them the question, why did you choose to say that to me and not anyone else? Yeah.
2: Yeah. And a lot, a lot of the times, I think something as simple as that—just asking them a question—a lot of them will never have an answer, mm. uh, or they will just ramble and mumble. I, I, for all the listeners out there, yeah, this is classic. You meet a quote-unquote racist, or you know, whatever. Once you challenge them, once you get them stuttering, mm. trust me, that's that's that's. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> never realized, yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Yes, like, hold up. Before you were so clear and coherent. Like, what's going on now? I'm asking you a straight question. Give me an answer, you know? And it's always the same attitude of ignorance. Mm. It, it'll be like, they, what they believe is never, is there, there's no facts to what they say. It's just something you've heard. Just like, you know, similar to what you're saying. Maybe mm. that boy who's seen his dad, that's his traumatic
3: lifetime
2: experience. And as he grows up now, he's like, yeah, no, man, you black guys, you're aggressive. Because when I was four
3: years old, I yeah. was in London. Yeah. I mean, yeah. dude, who knows what the dad's even t- saying to the family? Yeah. Who like even a- knows? Like, after he's walked away, he must he could have been saying anything. But know? for him
0: to even have done that to him yeah. must mean he has a perception of black men. Yeah. just to approach him just for no reason. Yeah. So then what is he saying at home in the comfort of... 100%.
3: Exactly. You know,
0: what all those little comments like they're watching TV, he's got mm-hmm. his son next to him and you he, he see a, a you know a black family or a black man, a black mm-hmm. woman. He might make a little comment. Yeah. And, Meghan Markle's greedy. Yeah.
2: And Yeah. 100%. <laughs> and he had a small baby as well. Like, I couldn't believe the family situation. It was like, the, the wife was pushing the pram, the son was about four or five. He just like, I could have sworn I heard him just laughing when he went past and just looked at me and just just come out of nowhere and all i kept thinking is i could bang you right now but go back to your family like look at your family like you're looking at me even having any sort of words like look at your family that's what you should be be focusing on oh, yeah. and okay, yeah man.
0: social distance please
3: <laughs> how about like because we're two guys and obviously like we've lived in the world and stuff like that in terms of uh black women like what would you say are some of the unique or common um examples in the world that like you have to go through you know talk like while we're on the sub su- while we're on the subject of shared experiences and mm. so on you want
0: to go yep. yeah go for it oh okay oh well, do you, um, so you want to go yeah, 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 yeah. i was just gonna bring up when we yeah, b- i was just gonna bring our time we had a conversation and then uh, we were asked um what are you first are you black or are you a woman Mm. And um, my, I think both our answers was that we're black because.
3: Please give a <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: bad No, 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 because, was,
3: because, was because, because or, like, because I actually really just agree with that statement. But anyway, continue. <laughs> same, yeah.
0: And and in it is because black women, white women, as you, we don't have the same experiences mm. at all. So that is why that is you know why we would say it first. But then in the same breath, it's like, because we don't have the same, um, like, in a, say, I don't know, in a chart, yeah, you'll have the white man at the top, unfortunately, <laughs> and then you will have the white woman and then the black man. They're, they have that one, that one degree of, you know... Privilege. Privilege, yeah. 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 Obviously less than the white man, but it's more than the, the black woman. Yeah. And mm. then the black woman underneath. Yeah, yeah. So that's why there is the The differences in in racism, in how we live, see life, our experiences are going to be different from a black man to a black woman.
1: Yeah, and I think, and I, I completely agree. And essentially, what you're saying is like it, it's all of those layers into inter, intersectionality yeah. that allows continues to allow someone to be more and more doubly, triply, quadruply disadvantaged. Yeah. Like imagine being a black, a black female Muslim lesbian. Like we can all immediately just imagine the level yeah. of like, what you're really going to go through, every single community is shunning you for something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And so that that is the reality of how the prison works. Um, but I do think, yeah, like in that situation, I'm black first because my identity as a woman at one point in time um, as a black woman from the feminist movement wasn't even recognised yeah. yep. um, and so I'm not going to be trying to put myself in a bracket of people that won't accept me but there is a real reality in terms of the fact that our experiences are different as black women to black men in terms of what our privileges are Yeah. Um. and then also I think then then it opens the conversation that naturally always happens around protect black women uh, coined by John Boyega or popularised yeah. um, by mm-hmm. John Boyega and I think it, it, it is that idea that um, if you look at the, if you think about privilege as the line of privilege or the example that they use when they talk about you're in a classroom and there's different, um, there's the first row, the second row, the third row, the fourth row, and you get told that if you can throw, um, everyone gets given a sheet of paper and if you can throw the piece of paper into the bin, you get £100. But then you've got black women at the back of the room and you've got white men, then black men, or white men, white women, black, do you know what I mean? And you've got that line, that prism. The reality of how the world works is that we're all focused on moving forward Mm. and in that focus we can see the disadvantage that we are experiencing as a result of that and what jaren boyoga popularized is the idea that people just need to look back and remember and actually support those that are further back that have longer and more to do to navigate this world because of their double what, 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 there? this is Man Like Mudge you're now tuned into the Give Me 5 Minute Podcast also known as
3: the GM5M here with my brother Samuel you know what it is you know what time it is Man Like Mudge out I watched the uh, King Richard film uh, the oh, story oh, about it. Venus and Serena Williams yeah. no spoilers
1: please I haven't, yeah, watched, I haven't it. watched it either yeah.
3: <laughs> but yes mm-hmm. cool we can talk about <laughs> it you need to watch it I'll definitely say that for sure but um, one of the uh, controversies about it was that the name of the film was called King Richard. So there were groups saying that why should a film about two successful black women be named after a man? Um, and they and they didn't like the idea that it was it was the, uh, like the uh, like the story was yeah it was basically his story, um, but it was centered around him. Um, obviously, with Will Smith being the actor that like he's the main character in the film and everything like that. Like I found that very interesting uh, about it. Um, because the film was signed off by, by by the whole family. It's not like some external like a lot of the other sisters were on the set every day. Mm-hmm. everything was ticked off by Serena and Venus um, so it's not like they, they they made the film without their knowledge. They were they were they were the executive producers and they agreed on it but there was still a lot of outrage in some circles about that. I just wanted to know like like what do you both think about that or is that even a, a, a discussion to have? Or is that coming from another place? Or do you agree with that? Or just, like, do you find it interesting that that's what people were um, saying really? about the film?
0: Mm, I mean, I didn't know th- I didn't know there was outrage about that. Mm. I can understand why there might be some um, annoyance that a, a film about two great tennis players, I'm not even going to say women, I'm going to say tennis players. Yeah, yeah. Mm. The best sports, like, yeah. best sports people in the world. Yeah, yeah. Literally, legit, was then named after a man but at the same time that man is their father Mm. and he was the one to to support to train to protect to give up to give up his own for them Mm. and to get them to the point they needed to be to be the best that the world has ever seen Mm. in in a sense so i wouldn't i wouldn't i wouldn't say it was a bad thing Mm. i think it, it, it in this situation it's not about man and woman it's about it's about that m- instrumental person that helped bring those bring their fruits to life. Yeah, yeah, and I
1: think I, I, so. I I understand both sides, and I guess what I would say is that um Judas and the Black Messiah. Has everyone watched it? Oh, yeah, For the I film. Haven't, haven't, oh, yeah, you haven't. I haven't yet. yet. Yay. Sorry. Yeah, sorry, it. mm-hmm. I am a revolutionary. <laughs> mm. um, you have to watch it. That line on it own still makes me shake. But um I think. When that film came out, what happened was that there was lots of conversations about Daniel Kalula mm-hmm. um, and whether or not it was fair that he should be able to play and portray so many roles in America black history um, when he is a UK black man. Um, and in that, I actually found that argument quite interesting because when we talk about having our things, right, let people have their things, the reality of blackness is that it's defined by America. Um, and so Hundred. then what then happens is that most of the things that people expect of us as black people is their culture Mm. Um, and so then Daniel Kalula playing that it then starts the same argument about why is The Lion King full of white people painting their faces why is Prince of Egypt this is Broadway Mm. full of um, white people painting their faces Mm. let people have their things Mm. right now it then comes that like, so when you think about it like that, that's where I see grounds for an argument because actually, as much as I love that film, it's true. Like our lived experience of that American history is taught, and there are people that could play that role that have lived it and mm. feel it in different ways. Um, and if we were there in other situations, saying pass the mic to white women, we should be able to say it within our own community as mm. well. So I think with all of that said, I feel like that's a place where that is a reasonable argument. I think here it's difficult because who. Decided on what the story was supposed to be mm. Right Was it an ode, was it an ode to their father Who did all of those things that you said Or was it a casting call to make the film sell And the reality of the reason we're having the debate Is because we don't know Because the world could have chosen To reorientate the whole story To make it sell mm. Mm. So either argument is valid But the problem is that we don't know the reason for yeah. it yeah.
4: I
3: can't say the reason Because I watched There was like a Red Table talk That Will Smith done with the whole family You know surprisingly like well just add like the father wasn't there but everyone else was there all the sisters and the mom were, were there uh, Serena and Venus said that they wouldn't put their name to it until they had seen the film so they had seen the film they said okay now we'll put our name to it and their other sisters were on set every day so I don't know who the in and out but from what I could gather they pretty much led the story like they were like look this has to be like this, this has to be like that. But again, like I've heard both of you, like it's it's an interesting one. You can understand why someone would say it shouldn't be named after their father yeah. or even the title shouldn't be King Richard because their mother was there as well, mm. you know, and um, yeah. I ain't going to say you too much because you not watch the film. Mm. But well, it must be, you know I mean?
2: it, to me, uh, the only logic I can think is if the family are signed off, then it's, it's obviously significant. But There's yeah. a spe- specific reason. They could easily call it Serena Williams but and Venus.com.
1: So I don't agree because I feel like What they're signing off is on the power for the film to sell. If the decision had already been made that you couldn't make a documentary about Venus and Serena and it would sell out... Mm. then you had to make the second best thing and we don't know that. Do you know what I mean? And that's what I'm uncomfortable. And I think the other reason that people are also probably uncomfortable is because of the legacy that is Will Smith, as great as he is in terms Mm. of, like he has made conscious decisions um, to decide not to play black roles. Like he's always talked about the fact that he wants to be idolised as the hero in all of the situations, always the person that knows the most about things and not play a coloured role. He's Mm. always talked about it like that. Mm. So, Him being in that role, like he was an iRobot, like he was—he's always the superstar. That's why he turned down Django, isn't it? Yeah, that's why he's always the superstar. So for that, so for all we know, I can completely understand why people will feel like this was another way that a story that could have been told in a way that will elevate black women all of a sudden is about a black man.
0: And I think it's because it's Will Smith playing it. Very interesting. There is the argument that because it was Will Smith that that is why it comes from that angle yeah if it was somebody else they would have found a way to knows? tell their story yeah. just as impactfully
1: yeah and that's where i feel like i completely understand it because i don't see why because you could the argument could be serena could do her own documentary about herself she is literally the best sports person in the world like mm. as in like I, and i think there was an i think someone said like um like, who Who was it? Um, someone who was deemed to be the best sportsperson in the world was asked, like, what do you think about Serena, who is the best sportswoman in the world? And then they said sportsperson. Like, they clarified.
3: Oh, wasn't it Andy Murray? Yes. It no, was no, An- no, it wasn't An- Oh, it wasn't. I remember Andy Murray done that, though. Yes, like, but so did yeah. um,
1: Federer. I yeah. feel like all of them have yeah. done it to clarify that, actually, realistically, she's better than us. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they've done it consistently on purpose. And so a film could have been made to talk about how great they are as individuals and you could have found a way to make that sell Mm -hmm. because the same way somehow um, blockbuster movies were broken with um, Wakanda when we didn't expect anyone to do it and go and watch it apart from ourselves it sold, we Mm -hmm. know
0: money follows black media, you could have done it so mm. why did we not? I mean, uh, there may may have been a lack of confidence because they may they may have thought that okay, well, kind of that was like a one off, mm. Black Panther one off, you know, kind of thing. Will it happen with this? Okay, let's just use Will Smith just to make sure yeah. it is going to do as well as we want it to. I think it
2: must be a business move because I, I just don't s- even I just can't see it, I can't see it being it being titled King Richard why i don't know i don't know her dad do you get what i'm saying like me i'm just like like, the average person i don't know i don't even know the dad's name so i think it it kind of goes with um maybe on a music business tip like let's say for instance people say oh like um why is a so-and-so show not on netflix well obviously if you understand the politics between publishing and territories it may be it's a business reason why she could not use her name and Cause I just think it doesn't make sense. Just do it. Like I, the average person doesn't know who the dad. No, and it's not called Will Smith movie. If that makes sense. Like I know it's, his name is there, but even if he had his, he, he's the director of it. Cause what's the movie? There's another movie. He's like he was in the back. He's just directed him and his wife some years ago.
1: Focus. What'd you call? it? Focus. That sounds,
2: yeah, sounds familiar. But there was something similar like Will and Smith. Will and Jada are the ones directing it, but he's not. He, he's not acting in it. He's not doing anything. Oh, so no, it's not very no. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Carlton i I don't know. That's just my opinion. I feel like there's no way you guys are thinking. Oh, if we call this film King Richard, it's going to do better than anything to do with Serena. Like yeah, people don't even is- really know the sister, in my opinion. i only, not saying that no, she's not big. I just mean it like Serena's name is really polarizing. It's, it's a big yeah. name.
0: Yeah, but, but you know what else I'm thinking as well is that um at the time of the filming, Will Will's also doing his own mini documentaries. He's doing loads of little... Mm. He's got his book. He's writing his book. It, there's a lot of like pro- yeah. promotion, marketing events happening around will smith yeah the comeback after the entanglement yeah it it, it works in it works for it (laughs) It and then also when i think about um serena is that in the past she's had she's had some like you know she's had some like megan had some things said about her Mm. you know why has she married a white man yeah. You know, or why is she? Th- why does she make so much noise when she's playing? Yeah. Why does she show uh, any? No, they say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine. Like, <laughs> there, why,
1: there, there are videos. Like, there are videos of inter- Pierce Morgan. Literally, there's a video of him saying that she's an animal. Oh,
4: yes, because she die. makes
0: she makes too much noise while you know hitting the ball, or like if you know something has happened afterwards, yeah. if she's lost, or maybe she's shown that oh her annoyance for losing, mm-hmm. so maybe she's shown that annoyance on her on her on her persons you know then what's so funny sorry, people don't sorry, like sorry, that.
3: sorry to pause like, like uh, the little word that I know of tennis yeah, man and women they would be uh, every time That's, they hit the ball like especially it's when it's later on in the match exactly. like, and you're getting tired and also as well there was one American guy what's it like McElroy he, he's actually glorified for mm. having outbursts exactly. on the court like he'd be smashing his racket and they glorify him and that is the
0: difference because when the white man does it when the women the white women were doing it it's not nothing was said when Maria but, Sharapova
1: used to do it all the time, and it was even
0: about. more like sexual her own yeah, noises. Yeah. It was like oh, there was nothing, you know. Mm. But when Serena was doing it, it was all a big issue. Yeah, yeah.
1: They said like they someone someone I think in the same interview he said that like that she's changing. What tennis is about it's supposed to be classy like this is it's 20 years ago um or like also it's a long long time ago but literally that this these yeah. are the words of pierce morgan like and so it just showcases it showcases what people are really show, trying to do with this narrative but i think like what i would say with the um with the will smith thing as well that makes me A little bit like again uncomfortable with this whole space of it being him Mm. is the is the narrative he has always portrayed about the roles that he would play right and obviously pursuit of happiness was a very big film right it did it did it did a lot Mm. right um it did the rounds it got the awards it did all of those things and he said that he was never going to play a role like that because of how taxing it was on him um Because, yeah, he said that to actually get himself into the role, he did a lot of work to do that. Do you know what I mean? Um, So to me, to then come back full circle at a time... When you're trying to reinvent yourself as not the entangled will, um, and how you how you can live in an over open marriage and still can still succeed and c- recreate this image that people have now started saying maybe all of these years weren't real. Is your relationship with your son real? We all know that you hate jazz. We all know that Carlton hates you. Why are you always? Do you know what I mean? Oh, oh, oh!
2: He hates jazz.
1: Oh yeah, they they like they don't have relationships. Like, Jazzy Jeff, he's DJ. Yeah, yeah, like for ages they weren't talking. Him and Carlton, Car- Carlton had decided that he wasn't going to speak to him for a long period of time. Then all of a sudden, him, Jazz, um, Jaden, and um, Carlton were all on stage on the Graham Norton show and trying to help <laughs> the Sun launch his album. Like. People are really starting to chip away at this image that is Will Smith and be like, Is mm. this really you? Now all of a sudden we've got a whole film that could have been about the successes of black women that mm. is is now talking about the struggle of a black man when you didn't want to play that role again after the pursuit of happiness.
0: I do mm. not it's giving Doesn't correlate. <laughs> yeah. Mm. And, yeah. And and this is what I was I was coming to is that because of all of those different variables, they've probably used this mm. as the vehicle to do the, 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 have the outcome that Will's looking for, and then also capitalize on his, you know, his fan base, his audience, mm. people's perception of him, people's likeness for him. Mm. I think I, I, and that. There, there
1: lies
3: the whole argument.
2: I think, I think, it's crazy because <laughs> I'm, it, I'm thinking, bro, like, it's not going to work like, for like, him.
3: Like, it was a good film, it's, but I'm thinking the film could have been better. My gosh. But yeah. <laughs> well, it's a good film, though. Like, I would say, I would say, like, anyone should go watch that film, it's woof. Yeah
4: and like, a,
1: yeah. and I, I think like i think for me so like i'm a big serena fan i've always been a big serena fan and i'm i'm just a big williams fan in general because like obviously i think you alluded to you don't really know Ven- venus's journey mm. um and so on and so but and, you, and not a lot of people do so um, my dad is a massive teni- tennis fan, so okay. you wanted like quality time was always around sports. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. okay. Um, and so that's that's one of the things that we sort of grew up doing together. So Venus was the first, really. Yeah, it's really about she, her. It's mm. really about her. She yeah. was the first. She was the person who created space mm. for Serena. So mm. actually, the idea that the film wasn't even about her, like as in like you didn't give her her accolades in that space, because consistently in the fight for Black women, we talk about the people that have come before us. And people don't give enough respect to Venus in that space that actually, realistically, she opened doors for her sister. Um, And Serena talks about it all the time. So the fact that there's a space for that in the film, I wouldn't be surprised if it's their doing and it wasn't really the plan. Because Mm. there's so many, and then it's also all of the little things that people don't know about their journey. Like the, I think like two years ago when Serena broke her racket um, at a game and then um, she got fined like Mm. loads of money. Mm. That That game was on the anniversary of her sister's death. And it was like... I
2: heard about that. Yeah, yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, yeah, heard about 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 like, you know yeah.
1: what I mean? They didn't talk about it. And even when they were talking about... When when people used to really talk about her being aggressive, her sister in that in that year had died. She was killed, I believe, as well.
2: Yeah, yeah. Because the game was talking about it or something like that. Yeah. She's from LA, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And that, yeah. Was the, that was the yeah. story of
1: that year where she still won championships. Wow. And people decided to make the whole conversation about, about
0: that. And this is what I was... Yeah. So talking about in yeah. terms of, they may have not wanted to make it about Serena, and then just use for okay Will Smith's a better angle. Let's go with that. Yeah, yeah. it's
2: sad, man. It's like the one thing I I just I try and I don't want to make it like too not trivial, but look like I'm jumping on a bandwagon. Mm. But like us as black men specifically, that I have to talk to us because. I just find it, like, it's it's too, we have to protect black women. Like, I'm just listening now, and I keep thinking, but all she's done is exist, like, just try and be great. Like, mm. that's all she's trying to do. And even me, all the different things I've seen, I've seen one time, I remember, is it three, what, what uh, Wimbledon? Um, oh, my memory's bad. But basically, I just remember she was playing the game, and they kept stopping it because they felt like she was cheating, or she should pay. Oh, yeah. What's the thing she should pay the extra fine because I can't remember where it was and I remember thinking, but why? Like she was
0: asking questions, wasn't she? she was yeah, that's it. Yeah, the the,
2: the the um, who's the people that? Check the... Sorry, I don't... The
3: umpires I, and all that.
2: Yeah, I, I'm, I'm there trying to channel you like,
0: hey, what's the thing? Oh, who's
2: sorry. Who's the people... Uh, <laughs> I've
1: just been watching, like... Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, <laughs> is that what they're called? Umpires? Like the guy that sits at the top of the seat, like she kept talking to him. Yeah, like and him. The, the people that
2: just kind of sit and they wait for the ball to go and then... Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bull Bull boys. boys. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something to do. I think they, 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 they called the wrong call. It was like a wrong call, like something she didn't even do, but they've called it off, yeah. and then she's challenging it, yeah. and then they're saying that they're gonna find her.
1: Yeah, yeah. Because like, because just she because has a number of challenges, and yet and I think that was the year where she had a number of challenges, and it was like, but this is this is this isn't me going through the like the VGA or whatever it's called VR VR yeah. um mm. the
3: VR um oh route. no no sorry it's called Hawkeye, isn't it for tennis where they replay it on the video and they show if it's the ball that's probably a brand right surely.
0: I know VAR is football. Uh, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, 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 VAR is football, but I believe it's Walker, all baby. you, all you sports people. Me, I'm just there, man.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, but yeah, I feel like um, isn't VAR basketball as well? No, I I only know it from football. Oh, but they okay. But anyway, um, so um. Yeah, it was that year and she didn't have any more challenges left. And this is, I guess it's the same thing as like, even if you use the Lewis Hamilton thing, that in those situations you have to be gracious even though things are going wrong. Do you know what I mean? In front of your eyes, Mm -hmm. rules are changing that don't make sense and you are then put in a position that you shouldn't be put in and you're not allowed to challenge it. And the thing that they don't like about Serena is that she will. Mm. Yeah, that's actually it. And it and comes rightfully, rightfully, and that's that's the reason. That's the reason. Again, it goes back to Meghan Markle. They will do more to stain your name rather than rather than just showcase the fact that you are challenging things that are correct. Mm-hmm. you know what I mean? They'll just keep bringing out things about your eyebrows. Maybe like um they did that to her so often. Everyone wants to talk about her eyebrows. Um, they'll be talking about how maybe... um I How manly she is, her how,
0: body. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, that, like, yeah, I
3: remember they were saying that, like, the way she's dressing is off-putting. Yeah. Like, it's actually, like, it's off-putting to the opponent. Like... Yeah. And Obviously, then, someone explained that.
1: And <laughs> I think they were even saying that, like, um, s- similar to what they said um, about Marcus Rashford, that it was like, um, focus on football when she started um, when she started her line. Um, and they said that she probably wasn't going to come back with another championship because she's focusing on family and trying to be a social media influencer. And she, lo and behold, she won. Mm. Like, they create the narrative away from what you're doing to try and showcase you as someone that you're not. Mm. That's it.
3: Very, very interesting man, very very interesting This is the Give Me 5 Minutes podcast With myself,
2: Scars and Eli You're done, oh. done, done
3: It's the end of the year, you know It's time to look back and have a review I've asked everyone here Myself, Scars, Nora, Ola I've asked everybody I've given everybody a set of questions And um, if you're listening at home as well Maybe you can answer these questions as well But we'll start A quick fire Quick fire questions. Yeah, just
2: if you don't have the big list, it's fine. Just mm. what what comes to
3: mind? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, what was the best TV show or movie that came out this year?
1: Sanctuary and the Legend of rings Ten Rings.
3: Okay, A Legend of God, Ten Rings. Okay.
1: Goddamn, I need
3: Nora. to check that out. Okay. Well, That's what Marvel I'm thinking.
2: Marvel. I've heard it. What Legend of Ten Rings?
1: Yeah, the Marvel one. The movie oh,
2: one about the oh, Chinese Oh, game. yeah, yeah, Marvel, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah okay. i seen it, i seen it. No, I'm no, no, playing, I'm I, playing. I i have not seen <laughs> it, but, uh,
3: Guys, yeah, I
1: didn't, <laughs> watch it. C- I didn't watch the it. The cinematography of that, yeah, fantastic. Like, in all honesty, I was like, this is, I, I felt like I was. Oh, How about, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no.
2: You know, basically, I, I sometimes I see things advertised and I just ignore it, but like,
1: How yes. about storyline? That film is fantastic. Mm. Like, okay, okay, I okay, would okay, actually okay. say it rivals Black Panther in no. in, 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 in terms of their ability in, their, in terms of their ability to showcase another culture in its actuality like not take away from it not cheat it and so on and show the beauty of it it is fantastic
3: mm. so. Nora what would you say this
0: is really hard because i actually do uh, i like watching TV and movies and and animation so everything is rolled into one so I don't know if it was 2020 or 2021 okay good. but what I will say is that recently I watched um a true story
3: what I by Kevin Hart he, by Kevin Hart yeah that's mm. this year yeah, yeah. Watson,
0: Watson. so uh, I like that because it showed Kevin Hart in a completely different light and yeah. it, he played he played someone I didn't think he could yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: very 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 true and it's a good storyline as well yeah, yeah. it's a very deep very, very 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 deep lesson there I would say yeah very good I'd, I'd, yeah, yeah. I'd actually say that's
2: almost like mine as well like it was so I was so gripped Mm. I, I've never really yeah. watched something that's. And you know, quite Netflix is dangerous. Like
3: you know, like n- n- like Netflix is dangerous, man, because oh, you just want to watch one episode. You watch all sixteen yeah. episodes in the season Sign one out. night. <laughs> but anyway, scars. What would you say the best TV <laughs> show or movie of twenty twenty one?
2: yeah like if it's not true story but you, you know me like i've, I've probably been ex- been talking about them though the whole year explained oh well like the explains just just any their whole series i just love it like so they have you heard of vox yeah. on on youtube so basically they have like a, a a netflix special called explained but vox what they do anyway is they generally just like have random facts about the world but they'll just go go deep about a subject they might talk about microphones and just give you all the information about it but this year they introduced like different segments so they got explained money so they give you different segments about like the way credit cards work the way student loans work then they had one about uh, uh the mind about your dreams your psychology and ones about sex like virtually and i i just feel like the way they explain it and um, I feel like this year, around Black History Month, they had a bunch of all these different subject matters, like plastic surgery, country music. All of them were linked to, like, black people. Like, I didn't know there was a black TikTok. Mm. I didn't know that there was these young black people inventing all these things. So I just thought, mm. wow, explained. I love what they do. I love I
3: love that. Okay. Now, with me, I mean, I'm stuck between two. I want to say, to be fair, one of the shows that actually got me gripped the move was a show called Clickbait that was oh on Netflix that one there that one is in its own realm like yeah, I would yeah. say like that one gripped me and fantastic whoever wrote that yeah very well, well done. written
2: yeah, yeah. Yeah.
3: well 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 done okay so that's what I would say like would be in that.
2: a way some of these questions yeah when I think about it it's like I would have to look at my my like Netflix history or something to yeah, actually yeah, think because you're making me think clickbait was very good wow. yeah. I really yeah, like that yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: I awesome. haven't watched it but I'm, I'm probably going to go watch it now. Please. It yeah. I watched The Startup though. The Startup was good, yeah? Oh, yeah. The Startup was oh, yeah. <laughs> good. She was telling me about that. He was telling me about that.
2: That's what, you know what? No, no, no. I need to do my list again or <laughs> <where laughs> think about it again, man. Like, The Startup... Bangs. It's triple banging. Like, I feel like they've got they've put everything in one show. Yeah. Like, there's nothing in there. There's everything that's in there for you. Business, racial, politics, money, love... Everything. Everything Technology
3: mm. 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 They're very very good Okay so yeah, a, a second question What area In your life Do you think you made The biggest improvements In 2021
1: You know Boundaries
3: mm. Explain
1: um, I read a book um, That is How to create boundaries um, And how to say yes And say no It's actually a Christian book um, But if you're not Christian You can read it and it talks about, um, it basically talks about how um, let your yes be yes and let your no be no um, in the church has us in a stronghold um, because actually all we feel like we can do is say yes because if you say no, it creates this version of you that isn't right. And actually the reason that that no creates a version of you is because that other person doesn't have a boundary because they expect things from you. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then that book, it just talks about how people either manipulate or avoid or... Um, Avoid situations for the sake of, like, just existing. When it's like, actually, if we could all just define what makes us us and own that, and create those boundaries, you could excel and you could, you could do that. And I feel like I did that in work. Like I created whole new boundaries in work in terms of what I would do and what I wouldn't do, and it just made my life so much easier. I did that with friends. I did that with family. Mm -hmm. I look back on my year and I just think I would have. The amount of things I said no to this year that I could never have felt like I would have had the strength to do it last year, like probably saved me not only money but time.
3: Well, what's yeah. the name of the book?
1: Um, I will find it, but it's basically <laughs> boundaries: how to say yes and how to say no. But
3: okay. I'll find the. B- okay, we'll get back. No improvements. Like, where do you think you made the biggest improvements this year?
0: Um, I think it is more identifying any restrictions i may have placed on myself okay and yeah. then dismantling them mm-hmm. so you like you don't know like they say you have that internal voice that you have in your head and then you have to examine who is that internal voice okay who's the narrator of your story mm. and where and if they are saying you can't do where does it come from and it was highlight well understanding that about myself and then Understanding whatever restrictions I could have put on myself mm. in any mm. situation and understand is this really a restriction mm. or is this just me? Mm. So you would say
3: like improving like your scope yeah. on your life basically, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Really?
1: Yeah. Redefining your limitations. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Very good. Very good. Scars. Um
2: i <sighs> will probably say judgment. You know, my, my judgment on, on people. You know, <clears throat> I had a son this year. So congratulations. Thank you. And naturally, you know, it just you I have a whole different perspective of people and, and life, but the the kind of the integrity of a person is something that I, I'm 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 always looking out for now. Like how people are, how they conduct themselves and how they conduct themselves around you and when they're not around you you know so that's probably
3: yeah that's the biggest improvement yeah uh for me i would say it's kind of interesting we did speak about this earlier on the show but i would say that my biggest improvement is actually understanding more and this is from doing the show as well just understanding more the life of women basically like understanding what women have to go through understanding like the trials and tribulations i feel like as a guy you know well i can't speak for myself but i felt that i had a good understanding of like the woman's world but i was so wrong my gosh <laughs> like I've, the, the, the stuff i've learned the conversations i've had and you know like real like like realization moments where i'm like okay wow like it's this is this is this what you think? Is, is this is this like a norm? Is this is, is this a norm? And I'm like, look, that's not that's not what I expected. So I feel that's where my biggest improvement has come this year for sure. I can definitely leave this year saying that I've learned a lot about you know um, our our female account counterparts, especially especially um, yeah, like even like a conversation like today. You know, it just it just helps me more. So that's where I would say I've made the biggest improvements this year. Like, <laughs> do do do, yeah.
4: All
3: <laughs> okay, <back> <laughs> 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 right. So, next question is: What was your favorite song that was released this year?
1: Can we come back to me? <laughs> I
0: should have thought. About it. I had. I, I literally just checked my Spotify just to make sure. Yes. I hope. Um, it's. Or better. just
3: most played. Yeah. Like, what's your most played?
0: Um, um better than I imagined, featuring her and Michelle. In this, in the I can't. Remember, mm. Sorry, but yeah, Robert Glasper. <laughs> okay, 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 I love okay. me some
3: Robert Glasper. Okay, I know. I, I'm gonna ask scars next. I, 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 know you don't need to look at no phone or anything. I know. I know you know. No, I, you, you
2: no, I actually don't. <laughs> like, I, there's too many songs. Even when I look at like uh, this wrap up and everything else, the top five just looks just all over the place. Like, the most played song is Michaela Cara. Uh, do you do you know your friends? Check that out.
3: Well, well that's that, isn't it? Like, when, <laughs> when <laughs> Check it out, really,
2: like, Michaela yeah. That's that's my top five artists
3: for sure. And and you don't know yet, or- no,
1: so I have two um mm.
4: say both. Oh.
3: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Perfect,
4: perfect. um
1: so one is um elevation worship um wait on you
4: okay
1: um came out in there like i think it came out towards the end of the year so that i did that that's my top play is mad because mm-hmm. that means i just and i actually can see it now like just 40 minutes song playing time after time it's but, a 40 minute no no no. i've mean, I, I probably <coughs> oh, like oh, oh, a oh. 40 minute set of listening to it but um, i play drums and i really like how i really love how elevation worship do th- what they do, but it's very similar to musical theatre in that it builds and it is like literally the perfect build. Like. Mm. So I don't even know if it's because of the song. I think it's more because of the musicality in the song, um, but it will be that. Um, and then if it's not that, I would say it will be. Um, um, it probably didn't actually come out this year. So I don't know if I can. Doesn't I, I, matter. matter. It will be Snow Allegra and it will be. Um, well? No. Love Me Bravely. Oh, okay.
4: Yeah.
2: Mm. Okay. Wait, uh, quickly! What? How long have you been playing drums? Uh, since I was like, right. okay. oh wow, okay.
4: Yeah, man, that's, cold. that's good.
3: That's good. Now, me, I'm looking at my Spotify here. Like, I, I can't say it's, it's, it's for this year, but like, some I played is a song called "Rapid Fire" by Cruel Santino. Go, go check that out, and. Um, <laughs> another song called Give It Up To Me by or o- Jeremy so for, for, for sure definitely go listen to those ones and moving swiftly on to the next question okay what did you ask for help with this year and we'll go around Hola.
1: Um, I was looking for my next role um, and I wasn't sure if I wanted to like become like a head of department or actually just go into private consultancy and um i was i spent a lot of time trying to put a lot of pressure on myself to get my next job right mm-hmm. and then i just asked lots of people that, mm. that in different roles um like what like old people that were like my managers mentors and so on and just try to figure out what was my next step and without putting my pressure on, pressure on myself i'm so glad that i did because i'm really looking forward to the role that i'm starting next year
3: well that's the two-part question like are you glad you asked for help yeah yeah you know, definitely.
1: Because I think if I hadn't I would have taken I would have gone for a head of department because it just feels like the next step in terms of the role that you should do and I don't think it's actually what I should do mm-hmm.
4: um, so. um
0: I, uh, I have two okay um the most recent one which I'm really really glad about is I asked um someone I had worked with in, in, an, in a company I went back to them and asked if they could be my mentor so i didn't ask them outright can you be my mentor <laughs> i was ex- i was talking about the new role because i just started a new role mm-hmm. and i was talking to them about it because they pretty much do what i do and they're just like a couple of steps ahead so you obviously want someone who is where you want to be to give you the advice to get you there so um i just asked her can we just have like a conversation i can just tell you and just get advice and then mm. she basically offered to mentor me and just like continue that. so i was really glad that i had the courage to just even ask for that call oh yeah for it to now end up being somewhat a mentorship
3: okay and the second one
0: um this is so i do voiceovers and i'm really into animation mm. and i really wanted to put together um uh, like short animation clips um i spoke to someone who had a lot of insight into it um and just asked them like, how do i go about that and then they just implanted a lot of ideas into my head um, and then I reached out to one animator and just explained the whole idea and they were just down. They were like down, down. Yeah. And they just understood everything that I wanted to do. And um, so in that sense, although it's taken a very long time to, to get to where we are, but I'm glad that, you know, I asked those questions that gave me those thoughts mm. and I found that person who now understands the vision.
3: Hey, look, that's powerful because like, you know what they say, like, like what do they say in church in it? Like, um... Back in the day like be like ask you shall receive in it yeah mm. you know what i mean like but i like i like I, I, I like to say closed mouths don't get fed mm. you know so definitely i feel that's something that a lot of people don't do they don't actually ask the question because of the fear of the no or mm. the fear of the rejection but hmm, your success could just be one question away isn't it yeah. you know yeah, yeah. so one that's good scars asking for help this year um <clears throat>
2: Me, look, everything is around my my child, man. But my son's the biggest thing that's happened to me, the the biggest life changing experience, and it's, it's it doesn't get more real than that. And yeah, having to ask for help to just being a parent, like dealing with with any trials and tribulations of like, ah, oh, your partner, you know, we're, we're not together, and it's just constant like constant like new things like new things that i just have to manage even things my to my expectations so i thought oh this is how you do it with this situation and this scenario you know you do these things go to this place but uh no that's not the reality like sometimes it's it's not just as simple as when you know people are helping you in different things so parenting and just navigating through the course of uh being separate from uh, the, from your partner yeah it's that's the most i've, I've had to ask for help in my life mm-hmm. like and i'm glad i'm very glad mm-hmm. because not only did going through all of this show me who i am like it just it lets me understand how people feel about me mm-hmm. because that's this year has just shown me that like wow people really got my back like and there's nothing nicer than that. Like you sometimes we go through life and we don't know these things. You just oh that's my my friend, oh that's my sister, that's my brother, that's my mum, but only when something real happens then you realise, wow, like they really they really have your, your best interests at heart, you know? Yeah, for sure. So that's me.
3: Yeah, for sure. I mean for me i would definitely say it's more about like job roles and so on and so forth i feel like everyone has got a new job role like you know so definitely i'm one of them the um, great resignation yeah
4: <laughs>
3: uh definitely like just asking for help and saying look like this is like an industry like this is like a um, organization that i'm trying to get involved with mm. and definitely just asking you know um like whoever has that information asking someone for that information and 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 getting it and saying okay but not only what happens when when you get the job is about what that job can do for you in the future. Actually, getting a long term plan mm. of actually what what this job role can do, and I feel I've definitely I've definitely received that this year, and um, the help has been invaluable. And I would say like yeah, I'm, I'm glad that I helped, and I'm glad that I had the courage, and even the, the even the confidence really to even go ahead and go and do that and i just believe it's like the first step in many many more to be fair okay and moving on question number five and again everyone at home can ask yourself this question as well but the question is did you cut anybody off this year
4: um, oh. Okay.
1: Um, I don't think I'm capable of cutting people off which is one of the reasons that I needed to read that book on boundaries mm. <laughs> Oh wow, um, so that's going
3: to be next year then basically, 2022 Potentially, <laughs> um, but what
1: I definitely did do is create boundaries that allowed people to know like the people that in the situation I would have cut people off that gave the separation that was necessary so I wouldn't say they're cut off because they're back in my life but I feel like it created a situation where I could raise what I never really knew how to raise.
3: Would you say that, okay, so now that boundaries are there, is it like, okay, you know some people don't respect boundaries? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what happens in that kind of case? Is it remind them of the boundary or?
1: Yeah, I think, I think I'm think i more prepared to cut people off now than I was last year. Mm. Um, but I think the boundary is the first step Yeah. to that. But yeah, so if people don't respect the boundary, then it is what it is. But I think the boundary is there, which it wouldn't have been before.
3: Okay, cool, cool, cool. Nora, cutting people off. Have you done it this year? No.
0: Okay. I did it the year before.
3: Oh, yeah, okay. So you've gone through your did you cutting already?
0: Oh. <laughs> I don't. I don't cut people off um, often. Mm. It doesn't. It's not something that happens often or regularly. Um, but I think, yeah, probably in the last maybe ten years, it might be just two people
3: like why would you say the cut off had to happen Then, if it's like if it's a big thing for you like why why like what does it take for that to happen or for you to say you know I'm going to actually cut this person off
0: um i think um when i realize that i am giving more to the friendship than that is coming back yeah but it's not that you give to receive but when you realise that all of your efforts and your energy, um, and just your friendship, is just a one-way street, mm. Mm. and it's and then you're not getting because essentially you want to be around people you you help them and they help you, mm. and when it's not reciprocal, mm. um, it's not beneficial. Yeah, so yeah. That, that that's when I just said okay, cool. But it's usually it's usually been like. A, of a series yeah, yeah. of certain events. Yeah, 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 of course, yeah. You, you sit down and you can... And then Okay, five, mm-hmm. carry the two.
3: Okay, this is... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <So five carry laughs> two. Long division. Yeah. No, I feel like it's one of those ones, like, just to piggyback off what you're saying, I feel... As my fact, look, we'll, we'll, we'll go forward to come back. So, Scars, how about you?
2: Yeah, yeah. Look, um, for, for, for myself... I don't just, just like a uh, Nora and all that. I don't I don't really cut people off. Like you know this. Yeah. Cutting people off is not really I don't I don't I don't know. Maybe I just never really did it. I'm not the kind of person oh delete my number and all this other stuff. It's, you don't talk to me or whatever so usually we just drift or whatever. But this year again <laughs> you, you realise that sometimes, yeah, some people have to be cut off. Like and, and the reason being is you've just gone past the the yeah you've crossed the line and that line to cross is like i can't even just i can't justify it in any way i can't really see us being anything more than two people like you're a human being and i'm a human being because of your actions you know and some people have done a lot of this year people have gone down the wrong hole like some of the stuff that people have done to me not that i don't make it dramatic but you know when someone's just done something you're just thinking wow like and i'm not used to that i'm not used to betrayal like that
1: literally was gonna be when you asked the question like what make betrayal is the only thing that can make me cut someone off yeah, betrayal, yeah.
2: so that's you know that's that's the, the only time yeah. i cut someone off this year yeah
3: I mean, me. To be fair, I can't actually say I've cut anyone off this year. He's <laughs> laughing because like me, I'm the cut guy. Like, like, I have the scissors in hand at any moment. But, <laughs> but hello, cut <laughs> uh, No, no, seriously. Like, that's how our conversation will go. Really, like, with me and Scott. Scott will say, "Yeah, this person." I say, "Look, man. Like, like, if I don't, I don't, I didn't hear the snip already. Like, <laughs> I, I didn't hear the snip. But I mean, I've done a lot of cutting over over the years. Like, and mm. I'm not saying, oh yeah, I've cut, I've cut, I've cut. I've, like, I've all had reasons, in my opinion, for it." I just feel that just saying just piggyback off what Nora was saying I just feel that like if you get the feeling someone messages you or someone calls you and in your spirit in your gut you just say what does this person actually want like what is the benefit like what what is the reason for this person contacting me right now like why are they calling me you know I could pick up the phone but I think it's, it's going to be like I said a one way street hey hey what's going on what's going on hey look listen yeah so basically I'm going here are you coming with me like it's just like. It mm. even asked me about even about even about my day. What's going on here? You know, I just feel that some people they are takers and some people are givers. But everyone comes to the end of their tether, isn't it? Like when it comes down to it. Like I'm not saying that you can't like call someone up because you're in need or you need help or you know. It's like it's, it's like a balancing act. But over the years, if it's constant, especially violations, betrayal is one of them. I think, um and I, yeah i haven't this year but that's not to say i've, I've i think i've done my cutting already like where i think <laughs> I've, i think i've done my cutting but <laughs> the scissors i would say this is a blunt now right. like anyone here already like you know what i mean like like you i shouldn't don't think have made that. it huh? you shouldn't have made
1: it you should have cuz you done it all already
3: no but like but say, but say like this like so say like me and scars like we've got the show together like there's a lot of people even even in our circle that i would say that yeah i've had to cut I've had to cut he may not have, but I know I have w- within reason, because just of the violation of it, I'm just like no like i'm I'm just like, no, I just don't feel that's that's all right, like I feel my life can run perfectly smooth without you being here, mm. you know, and I'm still alive, so you know it didn't kill me, but moving on to the next question, what's a goal you gave up on this year?
1: um when I started my job um with the police I really did feel like this was it like we can make significant change here um and I so I actually might listen back to some of the episodes that we had when I talked about it and how much I loved it when I started because Nora was there and she knows (laughs) I loved it um and I think I got through it and I started you know when you get to the stage where you're like you know what like you can't be part of um, this This system, the bar is too low <laughs> the bar of change is way too low and so it then was like I'm doing myself a disservice daily by feeling mm. like what I'm doing is, is scratching the surface but there's so much more and the things I will propose could have been bigger, loftier, more impactful and that was on what was coming back mm. and so I think my goal to make a difference in that sector I gave up on because wow. it was like yeah like, um, it's not that change won't come and it's not on its way. I just don't think I'm the right person for it. I think I'm too bold mm. for the place that they're in right now. It was too soft for
4: you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was too soft. Limp.
1: Limp. It I was mean. too
3: soft. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> but Nora, a goal <laughs> you gave up on this year?
0: Um, yeesh. I, I want to say I haven't really given up on my goals, I just redefined them to to actually be more s- achievable, more workable mm. than how I had defined it before. Um I could say um I could say one could be like I gave up I gave up trying to lose weight, right? And it's not because I thought I couldn't do it. It was because the the motivation to do it wasn't for myself. Oh, okay. So instead of saying, oh, if I lose weight, then this and this and this will happen. Mm. Now it's, I'm not trying to lose weight. I'm just going to eat healthy, eat well, Mm -hmm. you know, exercise, meditate, take my time. That's just what I'm going to do. And if weight loss is the outcome, then great. Yeah.
3: It normally will be. Yeah. It it normally will be. Now I Mm. feel that. Uh, Scars. Something you gave up on this year? Um, yeah, similar to Nora,
2: I kind of I don't feel like I've given up, but I I definitely it's definitely shifted. You know, I had a a plan at the start of the year of like having my own studio, so having my own place of work, and this is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna be doing it full time. But uh, yeah, reality set when the little man comes into play so you have to reevaluate certain mm-hmm. things mm. but also as well I definitely my focus wasn't around that so it, it kind of changed so I, I wouldn't say I gave it up it's just it's on the back burner because I kind of still I have that's, I, that's that I have to fulfill that dream but to get there I might have to just uh, you know take a few Ubers and uh,
3: <laughs> get, get in and out Yeah, you know. nah, yeah. Uh for me I would say like I had a goal to read like 12 books this year, like basically one a month. And that Mm. goal, I gave up on, I would have to be honest, like at the end of (laughs) January, when I didn't read the first book, I said, you know, it's already over, isn't it? Like, So I'm not going to be able to make it. Mm. So um, I gave up on that, but I'm going to have to reinvent it and just say, look, just kind of change it. Just be like, just improve on reading, Mm. um, not have a specific goal. I've I've realized that that doesn't necessarily work the best for me. Like having a number, say, look, I want to do like 10 of this or 20 of that just say just go or or just do it and then it will improve isn't it so like similar to like what you were saying about like say like weight loss or like I want to lose this amount of pounds like for me that won't work just it's better to just say look if I just go to the gym or be healthy and stuff like that then the, it will kind of work out within itself so I feel like I learned that as well like don't give myself like a and like a number to it and stuff like that so that's something I gave up on. So and I'm not ha- happy to say that, but I did give up on it and everything. And last question, I guess having p- piggybacked off the last question, what are like what are your goals for next year? You know, like what are some of the targets? What are some of the aspirations that you know that you wanna definitely aim for next year? Ola. Um,
1: I think I'm just gonna say growth. Um, I feel like I've always been one of those people that likes to say <laughs> like,
2: um, that for the growth.
1: Um, I feel like um, I've I've always been one of those people that wants to create like that wants to create goals and say, I want to do this. But I just mm-hmm. think in the world that we're in right now, things are changing so often that our, we've pivoted to thinking about things so differently. Mm-hmm. Um, and so actually to be able to mark what the progress would look like when you don't know what's coming, you don't know if um you don't know if there's another variant coming that's going to lock us down you don't know if your job's going to change you don't know if you're going to be made redundant it's just a little bit like you know what I just want to be able to say I got through this year and I made the decisions with what was handed to me in the best way um because I just feel like it's um yeah I feel like it's quite hard to place things because there's a lot of change happening right now yeah. new job in the new year like I don't know what I can expect from that like there, we, do, we don't know if we're going to be locked down in a year it's mm. just, It just feels that yeah. you'll be Uncertain great. Yeah, it's mm. too uncertain to mm. make these goals And then hold yourself to them in, in a world that you don't even know It's not consistent The world mm. is inconsistent That is the consistent thing right
3: now hey. uh, Nora, I mean Same question to you, I would say
0: Yeah, Um. I, I have been someone that, that puts goals It's just to help me Because I can be so forgetful Yeah, yeah So I would normally have goals I have a mood board I have it all out there So mm. can see but um, I was talking to my my friends. We normally have this session where we talk about our goals and we just make sure we have a power. But this year I was like, "Girls, I'm not doing goals. I already have my goals, and it's not it's not about re already saying it. The goals still remain the same. This is the end goal. But for me, it's kind of I want more habits, more behavior. Mm. So I want to be more consistent. So that will be my goal to be. Consistent throughout the year, mm. and to produce. So instead of consuming, like you know, I could you know, read loads of things or watch loads of things. I want to be able to create. So if I need to create certain things that are going to take me to where I want to be, then consistently create those things yeah. throughout the year, and then I will look at the progress, which I like. Which I normally do is every time I've done, you know, reached a small sub goal, then I make a note of it. I mm-hmm. think. I think so. That's. Be consistent. Um, just dismantle all of the restrictions that I have or limitations that I put on myself, um, and just to always consistently make progress.
3: That's it, man. More power. Mm. More, more power. Fully, 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 fully. And to the man himself, scars, man. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know what?
2: As everyone's talking, I'm just thinking. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking. Um, I got loads of goals, man. I think, to, but to, to, to pinpoint it in my personal development consistency that's why I, I do I know I like I feel like I'm just not a consistent person like or I'm not consistent with with certain aspects of of life like with maybe like planning and things like that like I can do things I work hard but to stick with something and do it is what I need to change. Like for instance, I said I probably said I said this to you before. Like this podcast is probably one of the most consistent things that's happened in my life of recent. Like we haven't missed episodes. Like we will keep going, and obviously that's down to accountability. You got someone around you. I feel like we get scared to do that, but it's good to just announce things openly. Just say it. Say it to somebody. You know that I've read that somewhere, and I think I said
1: the Bible. It's in the
2: Bible. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Well either way like it's something good to do like you know tell people your plans you don't need to tell them there's intricate details but it's someone to hold you accountable is the only way you kind of sometimes you're gonna pick yourself up like you need someone to kick you up the back a little bit
3: yeah say. yeah kind of similar to what everyone's saying like as well like i feel like the goals kind of like with like my reading goal it's a bit like don't want to set it too much one goal i do i do I do have though is that definitely with this pod is to not miss an episode every week, Sunday at nine p m come on that's the back. but I don't want us to miss that goal for sure because that's a goal that's that we have for the pod um but yeah, in terms of life and um goals and everything like that, a goal that i want be i want to have for myself is to have some patience, you know I'm not necessarily like a like I do think sometimes but definitely have more patience when it comes down to a lot of decisions made a lot of decision making and uh just weigh up everything before taking that step um that's not a blanket statement that's not in everything sometimes you do need to make a rash decision or I mean like you do need, you do need to make a decision on the spot and stuff like that but I just feel just a bit more patience and a bit more understanding um and yeah like definitely definitely with that I would say that's more of a goal for me, just having a bit more patience this year and just uh, taking my time for sure. Come on. You listen to the Give Me Five Minutes podcast. Give Me Five Minutes podcast. (laughs) Just want to say thanks to both of you for coming on to the show. Thank you for having us. I mean, like, like, we need to arrange, like, so that we can do this in the other way around. Like, you know what I mean? So we can come to your world and, yeah, and yeah. then we can do a show there and everything like that for sure Definitely. um Definitely. What some of the final things you want to just say you know before we leave tonight
1: um i would just say yeah no thank you for having us it's been an absolute pleasure maybe
4: february yeah yeah february yeah for yeah. sure why not come
1: why through, not come through um and yeah i guess signing out i'm ola awayo you can catch me at ola awayo on instagram and
0: at the black card talks um for the show yeah and yeah it's it's been a pleasure to to have these conversations with you it's been great um very eye opening good to hear your side of things and definitely want to have you on our show um for some exciting things yeah I've yeah, yeah. got some plans for next year <laughs> yeah yeah good but good, good, good <laughs> but good. yeah I'm I'm Noriel um, you can catch me on Instagram at Noriel if you're looking for some voiceover bits and pieces
2: yeah I was gonna voice say you, you you got a, a, a good speaking voice <laughs> I did notice that before you s- obviously I do the music thing so that's why I was talking about the drums the sounds I was listening I was like mm, yeah so you you'd be good for a voiceover
0: thank you thank you she yeah. sings as well <laughs> yeah, okay yeah. all right <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs>
3: but yeah, like so. for everyone listening, thanks a lot, guys. You know, definitely more episodes, more topics. Get in touch with us. I'm Eli. This is Scars, GM5M, and we're out. Yeah, man. We out. Peace love